Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 537th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, a trainer Thatch, here today with my lovely, as always, co-host. We've got the one and only man f- with a plan, the uh, whale with a tail, Dr. Shamu. Hello, hello. And we've got the fluffiest, as always, fluffiest whimsicott. Ciao, everyone. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game and anything else in between, though this has been like the past year of the video game. Mm, so like yeah <laughs> okay tell me it hasn't because like if you just look at the past 12 months and everything we've gotten we've technically gotten two mainline games i'm gonna put a hard technically on that though i mean we did we did get two games but one of them is legitimately like they didn't really do any work on it yeah. <laughs> it's literally a copy and paste with tweaks and stuff which sure yeah there's like work in yeah. it but it's not really a yeah. It's not like RCS where that was a whole new thing. They had to do a lot, like, like, not, I won't say brand new designs, but they had to take a lot of stuff and make new things and a whole new. It, yes. I, I really yeah. want, I, I want to save a lot of my comments because I'm pretty sure it's in the news. I'd like to say what, 1. 1.5. Yeah. <laughs> 1.5. I definitely have some issues with it in the news that we'll talk about. It's, I mean, you got, you got that, but then you had Pokemon Snap happen. You had Pokemon Unite happen. You had, uh, Technically a remix for Pokemon Cafe. There's a lot of stuff that did just kind of come out, too, and stuff. Yeah, there's been a lot. That game exists, apparently. Yeah. And so it, there's been a lot this past year, so, like, good on them. Mm-mm. Good on them. Uh, it, they've just been... They've been knocking out of the park there. So I appreciate yeah. that. Almost too much so. Yeah, I th- yes. I I wonder if there's a point where it's too much, and I don't know yet. I think we're getting pretty close i think we're approaching it because i think there's just a point where the franchise is just oversaturating itself Mm -hmm. yes and then it competes with itself to some extent for people's attention which i'm sure is something that the pokemon company actually wants though to be fair because they just want people to be like breathing and eating pokemon yeah and also like you saturate different sections of the market yeah i guess so i I mean, we just, I, I keep forgetting that Pokemon Go exists. Uh, every, like, my yes. weekly reminder is this show. <laughs> I always remember, like, when I'm just browsing Serby, like, oh, there's something new. It's like something Pokemon Go or Pokemon Cafe mix. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, those exist. That's those like, the only exist. reason I remember about them. It reminds me, well, Pokemon Cafe mix definitely reminds me much in the way of what Pokemon Shuffle Mm-hmm, was very much so and yes. I'm, I'm kind of upset actually because there was a really cool game series that was out called pokemon uh pokemon trozai which was essentially like the basis yes. for pokemon shuffle and trozai was fun and it was before they did like the whole mobile pay scheme that they did yeah. with pokemon shuffle they had i mean it, w- it was just pokemon trozai it was like infinite pokemon shuffle yeah mm. i think like as a kid i didn't care for it as much but like looking back at it like that would be a more unique game to get nowadays. Like, I would be more okay with it. 
Cause like, for, for what it was, it was like shuffle, like, it was shuffle, but I remember I actually had a storyline and a cute little art style that went with it, and it was like, it's kind of like, different, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, mm. no, you're, you're correct. I think I'd be a bit more appreciative of it, appreciative of it today than like, back then. I look at myself as a video gamer, like 10 years ago to now, and I think I'm mm-hmm. a completely different type of video gamer. You know mm. what I mean? Because, I used to be like, yeah, let me engross myself in this video game. And now I have to think to myself, like, well, is it worth doing that? You know? Yeah. And so the games I pick are much more, much more, what's the word? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I forget the word. But there, there is a word for this. It, it's much more uh, cultivated or, or curated. Curated is the word. Curated. Okay. Yes. Where I go and say, hey, I want this video game because this is one that I think I'm going to enjoy. And it's worth spending my time mm-hmm. on. Like I'm, I'm gonna play Breath of the Wild too, right? But I don't get. I'm not getting into Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah. I've got feelings on Elden Ring that are contrary to a lot of people. I know you do. <laughs> it's it's good, but it's also terrible at the same time. So, but yeah. So like, I, I'm not gonna like go and buy like every new video game like I would yeah. have, you know, ten years ago. Oh, this is like even like speaking mm. of this, there's like stuff I, I literally just found out about yesterday. Well, I don't want to go on an Elden Ring tangent, so not not even Elden Ring. Apparently, there's a Harry Potter game that's in production. Oh yeah, no that that I that I've known about the Harry Potter game. It's Hogwarts Legacy, I believe it's called. Yes, yeah, I've known about it for about like a year now. I just found out about it yesterday, and the gameplay trailer because I guess it was like state of play for PlayStation. Yes, whole gameplay trailer. I'm like, yes. okay. Okay, wait, you're doing- what? It looks super interesting. It's open-world Harry Potter. I'm into it, man. Uh, I'm into it, except for the fact that they're doing 50 things in this game, and they don't really have a clear direction on where they're going. I don't- it's been in development for a while. It looks- for- for who's making it, too, uh, essentially it's just the people who make all the Disney games. Yes, that's So Disney out. Infinity, those people are behind it, which I don't- out. never played Disney Infinity, so I can't, like, say anything about it, but, like- Honestly, like, I don't have high hopes with the team behind it. I don't know. I don't want to go into too much commentary of the Harry Potter game on the Pokemon podcast, though. So. I know, I know. It was just the thing of, like, I don't know how to feel about it. I'd be skeptical. Yeah, no, we should talk about something else because Whimsicott goes on a giant rant about giving any other money to that woman. So, um... <laughs> Sorry. No, so, Pokemon-wise, Pokemon-wise... This week I didn't do too much other than uh so I'm in this draft league, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes. And I'm like yes. I'm like stumbling <laughs> yeah. through it. Uh because You're in finals now, right? Yeah, I'm in finals accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Cuz well cuz it's there's like a point where I'm just like, well, so like I made playoffs and I'm like, cool, I proved myself as a Pokémon player again. I'm not terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still like somewhat in shape. You know, I'm definitely not in the shape I was like back in the day where like I I was playing super consistently. Yeah, say like yeah. same here because like I am super rusty. I'm like, very am... rusty, and I was just like I wanted to join something so that I could just kind of like you know I could move the joints a little bit, you know, see if they still worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I joined it, and so I made playoffs, and I'm like, cool. That's all I really need to do. I don't need to go any farther. So like I didn't, I didn't like prep super hard because I was playing Little Mac. Uh, he was in this league as well mm. uh, from Puckle. And I was just like, I really want Little Mac to go all the way. It would be really great. So I'm just like, but I'm like, I, it would do him a disservice to like not try when I battle and like throw the match. Yeah, of course. So like I accidentally won that. 
And then like we're I was fighting this other guy. This is a uh, this is a monotype Ubers league, which is interesting in and of itself. Mm. Uh, so I'm water. I'm water, and my Uber is Ash Greninja. Oh, because water's not a bad type. No, it's really good. You get a lot of dual types that you can bounce around with in monotype. So. We went ahead and did that, and then we had to fight the uh, dragon-type guy. He was second seed. We were third seed, so we, we went up to him. Mm-hmm. Lapras was the MVP for that. I am that, I'm so glad that thing worked. Choice band, Ice Shard, Lapras. So I didn't dumb. realize until then that Lapras has the same exact physical attack stat as its special attack stat. Oh. Until earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, because it, it's it curse stats and or, like... Yeah. I know, I, I think I ran dragon to answer the meme once, but, like... I think you could... Yeah. You technically could. Yeah, it was really funny because because Lapras is obviously like incredibly bulky as well. Mm-hmm. So we were playing the dragon type guy. His Uber was a uh was a Eternatus. So doing the calcs on it, Eternatus like three hits KOs Lapras. Mm. And Lapras with Ice Shard is a three hit KO on Eternatus. Mm, uh, with choice band. Uh, choice band Adamant Ice Shard. Choice band Lapras. <laughs> I love that. Well, cause the whole the whole like like the whole plan was just to like just oh it'll kill something it'll yeah. come in it'll kill singer two and yeah. it hits hard mm-hmm. with ice shard we're not going to use other moves that's his job so we're just going to use ice shard it had outrage just in case we did have outrage just in case yeah mm. just in case but I'm like yeah it's a three hit KO and so what happened was he has his it turned to this he clicks agility first turn we click ice shard but he has a weakness policy up oh and so he gets times to attack but remember i said it was a three hit ko so weakness policy yeah. isn't enough to ko it's still a two hit ko it's yeah. still a two hit ko and so i just remember like the because there are spectators in the showdown chat while it's happening they're like oh man it's his game and i'm like i don't know about that <laughs> math doesn't agree with you because we were both in we were in voice call two with this yeah so it's just like we were yeah. like we just like we had to see what he did yeah you know, see what this guy did. Like, yeah. did he go for recover? Does he have recover? If he has recover and clicks it, yeah. there's an issue. That's if he game. just goes for an attack, we win, we win. because yeah. we have priority. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he just went for an attack and just yeah, eighty four percent. It was it was a complete uh because there's people in the chat were like, uh oh, and so it was one of those um you know the gif where they go where it's just like call an ambulance, but not for me. Oh, okay. It was totally one of those <laughs> moments. But that was uh that was a really good one. I really enjoyed that <laughs> match. I mean, we won it pretty solidly too. Good. End was a little rough, but it was two zero. The end was a little dicey because they did get toxic spikes up, but like, yeah, oh. came down to a couple plays of like, do we do do this? Do they do that? Do they swap here? Swap, swap there? The last five moves or so, I think, were pretty solid though. Like those were the ones that where I was pretty convinced we had it. Yeah, it was. It was more like. 90%, but it came down to what if pull something, like, pull something out of a hat, and then yeah. we just lose, you know, didn't know for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it went pretty well. We, we I was pretty happy with that. So now I have to play again this week. Mm. And we have to fight the electric type trainer in finals. Ooh. So it's water v electric. <laughs> At least we have Empoleon, though. We have Swampert and Lantern, I think. Those two have to come. Enough. But, oh, yeah. Unless, does he have Rotomo? Uh, I don't believe so, actually. I don't believe, oh, good. I don't believe that's the case. I don't have the yeah. dock up. I don't have the dock up. I haven't actually prepped yet. The, what makes it worse is, like, for the Dragon-type battle, I think we prepped, like, two hours beforehand, and that was it. <laughs> oh, it was about right, yeah. I don't like prepping too far in advance, because then you think about it too much, and you get in your own head. Yeah. 
It's also a thing, too, you forget stuff as well. Yeah, you'll forget why you built certain things. Like, you go, why do I have this? I don't this is bad. This is terrible. It's like when yeah. it was actually, like, viable or something. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, yeah, Shamu and I bring the cheese. It's fine. <laughs> I'd ask you guys, but we're at, like, 13 minutes, so I think we're gonna... Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. There's a few things to talk about. I'll let Shamu kick it off. Yeah. So, uh, the world this year will be, uh, will be August the 18th to the 21st in London. Just again, probably because they never got, they will have spectator passes. They will, yeah. They will have them. Yeah, never got, they never got to do worlds like the first year, I think, of Sword and Shield, did they? Or the second. The first, the first two. two, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they never got to actually have them in London, like to be with Sword and Shield and stuff. So. Yeah, they like they had like this really grand idea of having it in London, and then COVID just like, lol, nope. <laughs> yeah, no. Yep. But also, I guess just the other events too. I think this this weekend was the Salt Lake uh, Salt Lake Regional or Nationals, or there's an event in Salt Lake for mm-hmm. Pokemon stuff. It's a regional, yeah, yeah. It's a regional. Uh, I know some Poco people are there, so you might see them, or you might have seen them if. You were there and might have, yeah. yeah past tense. They're there. We're recording before this event have actually started. Grab your time machine. They are there while we're recording. They won't be there while you're listening. Maybe a certain uh, Dolly Boy might be on stream, depending if he does well enough. Mm-hmm. If he does well, but yeah, I know a couple of people are there hanging out. So if you saw them, cool. Yep. If you didn't, uh, well, not much we can do at that point. <laughs> yeah, we hope you had fun anyway. Yep. All right. Well, Whimsica, mm-hmm. next section. In Legends Arceus news, uh, Legends Arceus received a small patch bringing it up to version 1.1.1. And this fixed a bug Perfect. where the shiny charm couldn't be obtained sometimes. So now everyone who meets the requirements can get the shiny charm. Guaranteed. Wonderful. Thanks, Legends. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, I, I love you, Legends. Patching the game to a point where everything works two days after I can perfect everything. <laughs> I love you, our, le- our legends. So no salt, no no bitterness, no hard feelings. <sighs> All right, for Sword and Shield, because that game's still relevant, there's a Wild Area event featuring a shiny Tyrantrum that should be running through March 27th. Uh, thank you for having them over the la- last over a week now, mm-hmm. Pokemon, uh, so that we can actually mention them on the show. Yeah, I, I do like that they made them like two-week events now. Those are super happy. That was what they should have been to begin with because they were like shadow dropped. It was really bad. Yeah. They were shadow dropped and they were three days. They weren't even a week. They were like three days and it's like, well. Yeah, they should at least be a week. Moving on though, for BDSP, date 1.3 is out and it finally opened up the global wonder trade station. So now you can wonder trade. I, so we were talking about how Legends Arceus was doing okay, and we were talking about how BDSP didn't put a lot of work in it. To be fair, they didn't even, like, finish the game. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> this is probably the update that finished the game, and that game came out in November. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. Which is insane. We're, well, we still have at least updates later because of home. I think that's more of a home update than a BDSP update. Probably is, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because it's still, like, we're getting Dark Rice. Sometime in the future. Say with April or something like that. Yeah, that's actually, you get to read that part. Oh, that's what that thing is. Okay. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whimsicott yes. gets the other part. So there you go. More BDSP stuff. Yeah. So, okay. At least this one marginally makes sense for them to release it now because Arceus is now available in BDSP, but only if you have completed the main quests in Legends Arceus. So if you finished all of the main game in Legends Arceus, which spoilers means you have met and caught Arceus, you can find the Azure Flute back in your room at the beginning of the game in BDSP, and, well, you probably know where to use it. So <laughs> have fun, and keep in mind, yeah. uh, this Arceus is not shiny locked, so good hunting for yeah. those interested. It, I'm glad that didn't make it shiny locked. It's like the same thing with Shaman, too. Those, these Mm-mm-mm. are like the first time you can like naturally get a Shaman or an Arceus shiny. Were they shiny locked in OG Gen yeah, 4? I, uh, sh- I, th- I don't know actually for sure. But again, we never got him in OG Gen. Well, we never got a uh, Arceus in OG Gen Four. We never got Arceus, but we did get Shaman and Darkrai. I thought they could be shiny. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh... I might be wrong too. I don't know. It's just the fact that we don't get many opportunities at them at the very least, anyways. So yeah, a new chance to get them for those who didn't yeah. have those games that didn't get those events. I really won. I really like that they did the events again. Yes. And they didn't yeah. like just go. Oh, you have a Darkrai now. We've been asking for this for like seven years, you and I, and they only did it. We've been asking it, and they gave us the old one. They didn't even make a new one, okay? Exactly. They only did it because it's a faithful remake, and they had to do it the same way it was, like, 15 years ago, so... I mean, these are great. I really appreciate these. I think think the way they did them in Legends Arceus wasn't bad either, though. I like the way they did them in Legends Arceus, so that's the way to handle the mythical. Mm -hmm. The shaming one in particular, it, like, it made my eyes twinkle. I'll tell you that much. I'm just not doing anything else until they, uh... It it was done very well. I pray they put a beast ball in there. I know they won't. I know they, they won't. won't. No, I, I'm just. They have the apricorn balls in there. They just gave them out. No, the thing that's well, the thing that's really interesting. I mean, I think the beast balls are in the code. It's just they're not available. They are. Oh no, they're in the code. The item I like the item idea, or I don't know if it's the item description. There's another ball in the code, though. Did you yeah, know that? Mm-mm. There's another the ball. Code. The strange ball. No, there's a secret ball. It's called the secret oh. ball or something. The strange mm-hmm. ball or something. It's in both the code for uh, BDSP and in Legends Arceus. I wonder if that's like so, the code for. Well, no, if it's an Arceus, it wouldn't be those ones. I was thinking like the the Gigaton balls and stuff, but no, if it's a code of the secret ball, it wouldn't be that. It's kind of a strange. Huh. So it's like maybe like yeah. if you transfer them from another game that has different kinds of Pokeball. I don't know. I think Whimsicott's got it. My my suspicion is if you take a Pokemon like out of Legends mm-hmm. Arceus, it's gonna be in the strange yeah. ball or yeah. whatever instead of instead of like whatever Pokeball you had yeah. in Legends Which Arceus. Because be, it'll be like, oh, this Pokemon came through time. We had to replace the Pokeball. Oh no! Yeah, because of course the old balls aren't compatible with the informatic systems. Yeah. Which sucks because I've been catching Pokemon in like aesthetically pleasing balls. The Jet Ball in particular is my like my new yeah. favorite Pokeball. Oh, Jet Ball's great. And if they don't let me carry it over, I'm going to be very sad. Yes. I, know, I like the Jet Ball. I like the Gigaton, but the Gigaton is just not fun to really use for myself. No, so I don't not. really... It looks good. It's just I don't want to deal with that. Mm-mm. I realized how close you had to get. It's a little too close. Yeah, it's really... You can kind of be a little far if you do, like, the right arc, but it's not a... Mm-mm-mm. Sorry, I'd yeah. rather just eat a ball that across the map and hit it in the back and just yep. get a catch than having to run next yes. to it and then aggro it. Sorry. Yep. Yep. But also, just before we get off topic again a bit, 
Uh, the members card, though, which I didn't know was a thing for Arthur yes. for uh, Darkrai, but uh, it'll be available yes. April first via mystery gift. So, like, right after the Shaman event's done, you'll be able to get the Darkrai one. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, it's gonna be so you can get all three mythicals, yep. or I guess four mythicals, if you did the pre-release event for BDSP, which is really cool. I mean, I really appreciate. I think the only two Pokemon missing from BDSP at this point are Deoxys and Celebi. Mm. I believe so. You can get everything else because you get Mew and Jirachi. I'm still a big fan. I don't care. I saw somebody criticize how they gave away legendary Pokemon or the mythical Pokemon in BDSP for buying other Pokemon games. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't criticize them for that. Because one, they they usually just wouldn't give it to you at all. Mm -mm. Yeah, they were just like, nope, you don't get this. And it better not. It's a cool little bonus for like this new age we're in with the Switch. Where your save data actually does something like, hey, you played this game. Here, have yeah. a little bit of something. Yeah, I think that's better for stuff, too. So it's like, like it's not really like, yes, they could have just not given it to us. And I do like the fact that like some of these older Pokemon, these older mysticals, just make them normally available at this point. They've been out for 20 years. Let them be free. Yeah. Some of the newer ones, you want to hide them. I'm actually bit? still a little disappointed by that. Let yeah. Them, let them hide behind walls if you want to, and then, like, make it a progression thing. But, like, yeah. the old. Well, they've kind of fixed most of them, because, like, uh, Darkrai and Shaman now are available just, like, three yeah. legends now, if you have save data. And then Shaman, or not, uh, you've got Jirachi and Mew mm-hmm. now. Well, Mew has been, I think, done before. You've but... been done enough, too, because, like, you had it, you have the, uh, the, the whole Pokeball thing, too. You did that in there. Yeah, and Deoxys has been done uh, because of Oraz. And technically Celebi, too, because if you have, like, the virtual version Yeah, Crystal, and Celebi because of Crystal. So. Yep. So I think that one, you know, that one's going to be locked away again soon, though, because they're, they're killing the store. No, no it's not. They? Well, they're killing... That's Okay, but that's like being like, hey, that then by that logic, you're also kind of locking away Deoxys to an extent. Buy it before March. <laughs> There's still time, not like it's happening to tomorrow, but it's the fact that, like... They will eventually be behind a lock. They've given us plenty of heads up. Yeah, we have heads up. It's not saying we don't. Yes. It's just the fact that technically that will be a lock at some point. It's like it's just like buying the game before they stop exactly. manufacturing the cartridge. Yeah, like that's all. Uh, that that's all. And so I I don't feel too bad about. I don't think that it's one. too bad, but it's a thing to be like, hey, that's the thing. Yeah, I, if they were shutting down bank quickly, I would agree with you, but they don't no. seem to have got, that plan no. quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for Pokemon Go, for our weekly Pokemon Go existence reminder, uh, the Lush Jungle event will start on Tuesday, March 22nd and run for a full week. It will introduce Fomantis slash Lurantis to the game, and Tapu Lele is going to be in five-star raids. There will also be a weekend park spotlight where Cottony will be appearing in parks on Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 10 locally and will be available as a shiny. Well, there you go, Whimsicott. I can't wait. I think like, the, one of the notices is the first time it's shiny, too. Was it like, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. yeah. That's how they do a lot of things in Pokemon Go. That's how they try to get yeah. people excited. It's just like, shinies are available now. Yeah. And yeah, that that's about it. I like it. I don't mind it too much because I don't bother with it. So, but yeah. Uh, for Puckle News, the only thing that we have is that you can still sign up for Piddle until this upcoming Friday. So if you're interested in doing Puckle Draft League, be sure to do that. Uh, sooner rather than later, there's a lot of people who signed up. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I think as of right now, there's a total of 52. Wow. 52 or something signups? Yeah. So, uh, sign up for UUTC, you guys. Where where were you for UUTC? UUTC's almost over. They're in Top Cut right now. I know, they're in Top yeah. Cut. Yeah. All right. So, on that note, we are going to go ahead 
and uh, kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. Thank you for that introduction. We are going to go ahead and get started. Our first question this week is going to be from Pokestin, and they ask, What generation of Pokemon in Pokedex order doesn't start with a starter Pokemon? That would be Gen 5, Victini? Yeah, Gen 5 with Victini, yeah. <laughs> That's correct. I read the question, I'm just like, I, I yeah, just like, they're just going to answer this. And the yeah. Novodex, it's like number 000. It's number 000, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Um, there we go. Well, that's a good answer. That we're we're off to a good start. You guys are one for one. Yay! Uh, our next question is going to come to you from Gus. What is the only new Pokemon introduced in Legends Arceus that it's not a different form or evolves from a previously introduced Pokemon? Enamorous. E- yeah, so essentially, yes. it doesn't evolve from anything. It doesn't. Yeah, enamorous. Yeah. yeah, I'm reading these questions and I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, two for two, guys. A short quiz today. <laughs> we had a long intro anyway, so can't really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So our, uh, our your Pokedex question is going to come to you from Foxy, and they want to know. Uh, they want to know the first. This is the first Pokedex entry. It's, it's going to be from Pokemon Legends Arceus, and it states. Mm-hmm. While it still shoots water from its mouth, the drastic anatomical difference between it and its pre-evolution meant that for a long time, no one believed the former evolved into the latter. So this is the one for the latter? Octillery. Yeah, the octillery. It's I octillery. Think if I got it right, the octillery, yeah. I yeah, just it is, I I'm sure. I just forgot if it was, like, the first evolution or the second. But if no, 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 I, I remember reading this and being like, oh, they actually included us whining about it in yeah. the Pokedex entry. <laughs> I hate Remoraid in that game. They're terrible. They are, Octillery they sh- is correct, by the way. Uh, so I, yeah, okay. This, I mean, it's easier than the other one. So, uh, the other one okay. was Pupitar that we had today, but we already did Pupitar not that long ago, actually. Mm, yes. Um, it's Pokemon Y Pokedex entry was the bonus entry for this one. And it says it traps foes with the suction cups on its tentacles, then smashes them with its rock hard head. Mm. Yeah, I know. Okay. So this next question is going to be worth up to two points for you guys. I'm going to need six of these answers. There are eight total. Um, okay. Every three of them you get, you get a point. If you get all eight, you get, uh, I guess Pat- you get bragging rights. Pat in the this back. one is going to be from Glyscor Gamer. And Glyscore Gamer wants you to do the, the following. Name the eight field moves that have never been HMs. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Um. So, headbutt's one of them. Oh, you don't have to lock them in. You get two strikes. There are three strikes and you're out, right? Yeah. Headbutt, sweet scent. Those are both um, correct. Um, I've never been Teleport. HMs. Dig. Yes. That's four. Oh. And then there is... um. 
There is soft boiled and milk drink, technically. That yeah. that is six. Uh, yeah, both okay. could be used. Oh, I would have forgotten about them. Hopefully, that's six. So you got both points. So the the other two are just for bragging rights at this point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I still want to try to think because, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a few minutes. We've got some time. We we got to kill yeah, some time. We do. We're in question four in four minutes. So, <laughs> what can you do in the field? Um, because the ones I'm thinking of are like, oh, they were HM though. It's like that's not right. That's not that. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking of stuff that was an HM at some point. What can you do? What can you do? Um, there, were there other like, like TM or Tutor that were given out? Um, I can't think of any because, like, I'm not thinking about the moves. I'm thinking about what you can do with the moves. Kind of, yeah, it's kind so of like, like, what were the weird, like, mechanics in the game that, like, let you do stuff? And I'm just like, shoot. Exactly. Because if I remember correctly, like, uh, aromatherapy doesn't work outside no. of battle, unlike soft-boiled. So, um... Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think I can think of anything, honestly. All right, I'm <laughs> gonna cut you guys yeah, off. Yeah, okay. Or we're going to go ahead and give you the last two. The two you missed were Secret Power. Oh, right. And, right. and Chatter. Right. Chatter does, because you want to use it outside, oh. you can mm-hmm. record the thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah Those yeah. are the two you missed. Secret Power I feel bad about. Milk Chatter milk. I don't. <laughs> yeah. No. Secret Power, Soft Boiled, Sweet Scent, Chatter, and Teleport are the answers. All right. Your next question, as always, is your base stat question. Um, you guys still have the hint, but you've kind of been flying through this, so... I expect you probably won't need it. So I mean, we're I have go Shamu, ahead. so maybe not. <laughs> he we'll usually see. knows this stuff. We'll see. I can get stumped. This is going to be from Sly. What Psychic-type Pokemon has the lowest base stat total of all Psychic-type Pokemon? Ooh. Lowest base stat total of all Psychics. Well, Smoochum is a baby, and so is Mime Jr., and so is, um, why not? Why not's got an HP stat, though, I think, if I remember right. Exactly, I th- that, yeah. That, I think Smoochum still mm. has a high enough special attack. I'm leaning more towards Mime Jr. right now. But, but Mime uh, Jr. Nope, is like... Nope, nope, nope. Chingling. Too, so. Chingling. That li- little I'm pretty, baby I, useless. It's something else better, better, maybe, but I think it might be Chingling. Because mm. I don't think Chingling has so, a... Chingling is pretty useless, yes. Oh. Um, Could be wrong, it's got like a massive speed, but I don't think it does. Um, I don't think so. What else is very, very tiny and a psychic type? Mm. Not sure. Do we just want to burn the hand just to make sure at this point? I'm you- okay with anything you want to do. We can also take another like 10 seconds and see if we can come up with anything else. I guess. But, yeah, I mean, it would... Or we could just lock in Chingling and just go for it. Unless, um... What are Cosmo's stats? Oh. Because, I know it's useless because yeah. it has no moves. But it I've might never actually looked at the be stats. Cosmog. Not, definitely not Cosmo, Cosmo has has huge defenses. Yeah. But uh, maybe we should use the hint, just to be sure it's not Cosmog. Yeah, I'm okay with using the hint, because I can't tell. I don't know. I think it's Cosmog, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So we'll uh, the, hint. the hint is, this is a dual-type Pokemon. Oh, Lowest- so we were wrong on both accounts. Yeah. Interesting. 
Uh, what else is a psychic type? Uh, well, Mime Jr. would fit that. But I don't think it's Mime Jr. I don't think it's Mime Jr. either. I, I would rather go with Smoochum at that point. Because Ralts has decentish speed and special attack, I think. I don't it's, think it's low enough. Like, to it has be. nothing else, but. Yeah, I don't think Ralts um, is low enough to be. Maybe, no. maybe this Smoochum. Yeah. I, don't, I thought Smoochum might have a high enough special attack, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I don't know, honestly. I think if anything, like, I would say Smoochum and Ralts are comparable. Yeah, like, I, I feel like Smoochum has more stats, but at the same time, I don't really... I don't I don't see Smoochum having more stats. I see Ralts being faster. Yeah. Um, there's also stuff like, I don't know, Baltoy. Uh, Baltoy's got defenses. Or, uh, yeah, exactly. It's definitely got more defense. So it wouldn't be that. And um like Gothita and Solosis are not actually that bad because no, you get that. Solosis has actually have like ninety something special attacks. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're late game Pokemon even though they're like three stage evolutions. Yeah. So yeah, I'm leaning Smoochum. Sure, let's say Smoochum. I, I really don't know at this point. I can't yeah. think of anything else. Smoochum is incorrect. Yep. Oh. The answer is Ralts with a oh. base stat total of 198. Ooh. Second place is Cosmog at 200. Mm. Why not follows up at 260. Hattina at 265 and Curlia at 278. So Smoochum is a beast. Yeah, Smoochum. Well, yeah, I think got, is, it seems like 75. I mean, if you're at 280, you're you you beat all of that, right? So yeah. Wow. I mean, so Smoochum is actually, let me tell, let me give that to you. Uh, actually, based that, based t- total of 305. Wow. Uh, Smoochum's space special attack is 85. Yeah. yeah wow. That's okay. actually not that Sorry. bad. It's, it's, it's fine. Honestly, I don't know for sure. I, at that point, it's too, not that it's bad. Like, I thought, like, yep. I thought Rolt had well, better stats th- than that. That's why that's, I was like, that's still yeah. six points. Yeah, so no, I'll take it. You have that. Let me update oh, the sheet. Slow. Oh, wow. Oh, is it? Uh, It's got nothing higher than a 45 across the board, and that's its special attack, and its speed is 40. Yeah. Oh, right. It's pretty because bad. His pants are too long, and he's, like, yeah, walking on them, so he's tripping. All he's right. A- Poor baby. So the current standings are Linian in first place with 15 points, followed up by Mark in second place with seven, and then Whimsicott and Shamu are tied for third with six points. Everybody Ooh. else has yet to get on the board. So we are going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, we are going to be getting them out once we hit $850. We're going to be getting those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is what we'd like to see in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. I don't even know that this is just necessarily Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Mm. More so just like things we'd like to see in Pokemon. (laughs) I don't know. This one's like more lighthearted because I don't really want to go into like deep analysis. 
Okay, fair. And be like, well, I think they should combine Z-moves with Dynamax and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to do that today. Uh, <laughs> no. There's definitely going to be some other mechanic because they put it in the title card on the Japanese logo. Yeah, but... the little, like, six-pointed crystal star. I'm not really happy with the mechanics that they've done, like, last Mystic yeah. Dynamax. I'm like, if they go in that same vein, I don't know if I'm happy with it. I, I guess we'll mm. see. I'm not too worried about it. Cause they're trying to, they're trying to mix everything, cause that's really what Dynamax was, with a mix of Mega and Z Move, and they kind of, like, just, it was too much. It was a flop on a lot of scales, but I don't wanna, yeah. I don't wanna harp on that for too long, because I really wanna just talk about why I think a, uh, a normal steel type would be cool. <laughs> I think the thing I'm, I'm really, like, hoping the most is that they flush, like, Maybe not all the missing type combinations, but, like, give us half. That would be really nice. <laughs> I think there's something... We looked it up, because you and I were talking about this the other day. And I we think looked it's like it up. 15. I think there's something... It's, like, 16-ish unused ones so far. It's, it's less than 20. It's, it is under 20. I think it was I think it was close to 16. Yeah, it's like, if they give us half of those, I'd be happy. That that 16 never does include things like Dragon Fairy, which was only seen once in Mega Altaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they always give us, like, one new combination, right? I think Gen 8 gave us, that was, like, Ice Bug, right? Uh, believe so, yeah. They gave us something else. They gave us, wasn't, that wasn't the only one, but that was, like, one of the other, that was one of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ground Did Ghost have... was new, I think, too. Can't think no, of... Ground Ghost fr- was from Gen 7, because Palisand. Oh, I forgot Palisand's a mod. But I think Fire Rock was new. No, Fire Rock's not new. We've got Macargo. Yeah. All oh, right. Oh. Oh my gosh. Just let me give you the list. Yeah. Before you go, start guessing everything that's not there. Yeah. There's only one that I really want, though. So unused types that w- that are unused are we have normal ice, normal poison, normal bug, normal rock, normal steel, fire grass, fire fairy, which, which is, is probably the one, the one I want. That's the one I think everybody wants. Electric fighting, which sounds cool. Ice poison, fighting ground, fighting fairy, poison steel. Ground Fairy, Bug Dragon, Bug Dark, and Rock Ghost are unused. The ones that are interesting, I think, are the because there's also types that are only held by legendary Pokemon, which mm-hmm. might be interesting. Not all of them, but some of them. Uh, like Fire Water with Volcanion, I think would be mm. an interesting one. Fighting Rock, which is Terrakian, is only Terrakian. Mm. Fighting Ghost, which is just Marshadow right now. I would like to see mm-hmm. like a balanced-ish version of that. You've got Psychic Ghost and just Baby Hoopa. Which could be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, there's also the aforementioned, like, Dragon Fairy. Uh, you have Kiram's typing in Ice Dragon, and then technically Heatran's the only Fire Steel. Yeah. It'd just be nice to see some of these more, like, the one that we don't even have a single, like, version of. See them put out, like, a couple of, like... Yeah. I, I want to say half, but it's just an amount of them would be nice. Oh, you're not going like, to see half. I Again, I'm just saying, like, per, per, like, that's me coping, like, give us half, like, but if we get, like... A, a fourth, I'd be mm. happy still. Like, you know, just give I don't even think we're going to get a fourth. No. It's going to be one or two, because they're going to, they're trying to drip feed this stuff now so that everybody's excited yeah. for, like, the next few generations. Like, oh, man, uh, this Pokemon type's never been seen before. To be fair, yeah. I think some of the Pokemon, like, unique typings uh, have been kind of lackluster in the past. Like, I think Gen 6 has, in my opinion, the worst record for unused typings uh, ever. We got, like, Pyroar line and Helioptile line. Gen 6 gave us an entire new type. That and is it true. combined it with several types, so... You did a whole new fairy on. type. You can't really... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I still thought it was lame. 
the normal ones, I'm just still surprised we don't have. Like, the only one I can see that we don't have is a normal bug. Because that's hard. That like, one's hard. I was trying to think hard. of stuff like, what are, like, actual normal... Like, what would, an, like, a new Pokemon, a normal bug be? And I'm like, I can't think of that. Because it'd be, like, the route one bug, but that's a bug. It's not yeah. a normal bug. It's, bug. It's, it's hard to, like... Yes. All bugged, just mono bugs are just normal bugs, right? Like... Yeah, pretty much. A normal steel is like, oh, I could... That's not hard. It's just, like, here's this, like, cat with a little, like... Was tough nailed or something like that. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Galarian Meowth could be that. Galarian Meowth. Yeah, I was gonna say Galarian Meowth is essentially that. Yeah, that could have been a normal steel. It's not hard. Yeah. It's like the only thing I can think of for a normal bug is like normal is usually a mammal, so the poodle moth. But you actually make it a poodle and a moth. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. <laughs> That's just stupid. My honest answer is like the way they'll probably do this and it's going to be lame is they will do it with some sort of regional. Yeah. Mm. If they do it, because that's kind of how they did normal dark, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because normal dark was just like a Lolan Rattata. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's some sort of like bug with a plain theme of some kind, like talk about something before, before we recorded too, but like Krikatoon, Krikata, that line could be like, I could kind of see them making that a normal bug. Mm. I, I would love to see an, uh, another Alolan version of a Route 1, like, thing again. Mm-hmm. Like an old Route 1 thing. Yeah. Like seeing a pat rat get an, uh, get a uh, a new form. Give it a, make it, like, give it bug eyes. Give it the, like... I think that's very reasonable. Because this whole thing is being a watching, like, a watch guard or, like, a crossing guard. Yeah. And just give it, like, the bug eyes. Mm. Yeah, I think it would okay. be very reasonable yeah. to do. But I, I think that's the scenario in which we get our normal bug. Yeah. I mean, I I would love to see electric fighting. I think that's a cool idea for a typing as well. It's definitely a thing. I think that one might be that they might do a lot of some of those like for regional because that's an easy like that's an easy electric yes. slot. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think a lot of that could you could do that. You could say you could do regionals with everything. Oh, there's a lot more you could do. It's just that's the first thing I think of. I just think of Electivire. I think you have a kangaroo with boxing gloves. Okay, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> you could do a kangaroo for like any fighting type and it'd be fine. And also, we do yeah. have we do have a uh, Brelin, which is kind of like kangarooish. Yes, it is. Stature. It absolutely is. It absolutely mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are not incorrect in that statement. The only types that I really, 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 really want are Fire Grass and Fire Fairy. Yeah, Fire, Fire Fairy. I think really would cool be one. is uh, the competitive player in me wants Fire Fairy. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Fire Fairy is just yeah. going to shake up the meta uh, quite a bit. Fire Grass would just be cool to finally have. Mm. we say that it's going to shake up the meta quite a bit but then you know they give it like garbage stats oh yeah yeah and a garbage ability and garbage yeah. moves like remember when all of the cool abilities were coming out at the beginning yeah. of the gen 7 promo thingy yes i think it's hard to get fire fairy bad moves though because you automatically get like flamethrower and then like a fairy move so uh... and that's like depending like depending on what it is sure but it's hard to, it'd be hard to really mess up the moves with just at least that point but then you just, like, give it my wild stats and you don't let it evolve and it's useless. Wild is intimidate and sheer force. Mm, you don't give it intimidate. And you see it all the time in competitive because of that. I said stats, not ability. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my wild stats aren't that bad. It's got, like, 105 mm. defense at the very least, which is doable. Like, yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Like, there's a reason Mega Mile is, yeah. like useful Mm-mm-mm. yeah no the, the reason huge power is better than intimidate yes <laughs> oh 100 <laughs> percent. unless like mega Mawal, you get both they, yeah they could the, again they could make it like a plusle 
Like, they could make it. Yeah. They could make it where its main ability is required in double battles, and even then it's not that good. <laughs> I'm glad they've dropped that, by the way. They dropped the double battle, like, hard gimmick. I, I mm. wonder what another oh. thing I want. I want them to refix some of the old abilities again. They did a really good job mm. with, like, some of the ones, like, making them anti-intimidate. Can, mm-hmm. can you please fix plus and minus and make them do something else other than just, like, double battles? I think that's very mm. possible, too. Give them a rider. I really love the inner focus being the anti-intimidate. I really yeah. like that for a lot of reasons. I did enjoy them adding that little, like, passive on them. Just to yeah. please do that oh. for more. Please. They've done that a cu- the past couple gens. Like, that was uh, added there, but also in Gen 7. And this is a mechanic that everybody forgets about. And it was actually, it actually played into worlds when Gen 7 happened. Is the uh, prankster into a dark type. Prankster on fairy, yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. that's such like a little change, but it has huge impact. I do expect to see something like that. I don't know what it would be at this point. I do love the intimidate nerf, and I think we still need more intimidate mm-hmm. nerfs. Yeah, honestly, I think the biggest intimidate nerf at this point, in my opinion, would be in double battles. At least it only affects mm-hmm. like one Pokemon. It only affects one Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Instead of affecting both opponents, I think that would be a huge change. The way you would, like, I would think to instantly balance it, but it's not how Intimidate works. It's like, if, instead of, like, if it if, if it lowered, like, two stages, and then you would just have it, like, half it, but you can't really do that with one stage. I don't know. It's like, I think Intimidate needs some work. I don't think we'll, like, I'm wondering if Incineroar will even make the cut into Gen 9. I'm kind of hoping it doesn't. I'm still shocked. Ooh, I'm yeah. still shocked that in Gen 8, we're still missing, like, two sets of starters. Yeah. Like, I'm befuddled by this. I am kind of surprised they didn't shove them in there. Can they just shove Gen 9 in there? Not Gen 9. Oh, like the Lolan starters in there. It's just like, here they are. It's like, what? I understand why they were there because they were just the last game, right? Yeah. Like, I expect to see the Galar, the Galar starters. Yeah. Mm. I'm hoping Incineroar doesn't make the cut uh, just for the health of VGC. Just for the health. Because Incineroar is still, to this day, like one of the number one most used Pokemon. Yeah, it's because it's just, it's dumb. It's like, God. and you know what? I probably wouldn't mind if it was still on all fours, okay? <laughs> oh god i probably wouldn't mind i love that it, that became a meme on the internet because i literally preached about that like three months be- before that ha- before the whole like keep the paws on the ground meme on twitter yeah. uh, i literally preached about how i really dislike the starters like all becoming like your best bud that you can go hang out in your beanbag chair and play video games with yeah it, yeah. it, it very much what like gen 8 was gen 7 to an extent as well yeah 7 to mm. an extent I, at least those had, like, I don't like the Gen 8 starters at all. The Gen 8 starters were, ve- they felt very uninspired. They felt yeah. very uninspired. Yeah, honestly, because they're the reason why I released my starter twice and used a, uh, a Route 1 Mon, <laughs> like Wulu and or a Squavit, because they were better designs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're the reason. <laughs> I like Sobble. I like Inteleon. The shiny for Inteleon is brilliant, in my opinion, but... You know, uh. I don't want. Okay, so I'm playing Pokemon. I'm not playing. I want. I like RP James Bond. You know what I mean? Uh, th- that's my that's my problem with it. And it, it, some what I want uh, out of it, and I'll keep preaching this, and the internet agrees with me, is I want monsters as my mm-hmm. starters. I would like yeah. a creature, I don't want, not a humanoid, not an anthropomorphic animal. Like if Way Coco turns into just like a super muscular man. No. Or like King K. Rule or something, I'm going to be very no. upset. No. You know, my baby sister said something that gave me a tiny glimmer of hope, and it's that every single grass starter 
ended up on as many or fewer legs than they started on. So there's hope for Sprigatito. I don't have hope, but especially for that one. I, I think Foy Coco is our only hope, okay? Well, Quaxley might be fine. Quaxley is going to stay on his two feet and he's going to be a conquistador, okay? I'm just imagining Pelipper, but with, like, more of a body than Pelipper. Ugh. I'm imagining no. Leaner Empoleon, but he's got a sword. I'm re- more or less, I'm really imagining no, the, the creative Pokemon, no, no, no. Uh, the steel water thing. Ah, That's what I'm what imagining. Talking about. Yeah. Which essentially is just yeah. like that. It's just like, essentially, it's just like a Pelipper man, which is honestly yeah, okay. I can see I kind of like that design, honestly, for like a Pokemon. I just hope Fue Coco turns into something cool. I would love it. I, I did, yeah. These ones I actually kind of like more than the last like two generations i more quickly uh gravitated towards these starters than i think the gen 8 starters Mm. like i gravitated towards the alolan starters just as fast as i did for the uh for the gen 9 starters i think the designs are very solid you always have that like initial like sticker shock when you see a new pokemon but now they've, they've quickly they've very quickly assimilated in my opinion I think I was more okay with the Gen 8 starters simply because in the trailer they showed them moving. Mm, I see what you mean. And what we've gotten for the Gen 9 ones so far is just a picture. So Maybe that's why I like the Gen 9 ones better then. That that could be a thing too. It could be the it could be like the exact opposite of like I'm a broken ancient Pokemon fan. Seeing them move is like some people are attracted, some people are repulsed, and that might be yeah, the scenario I where, like, they didn't move, they look better. Though, honestly, I just didn't no, like the, I didn't like me. the design of the first, like, Gen 8 ones, to be honest. I just didn't care for them. They're fine, really but they're not like something them. I, like, I don't go and look at that, I'm like, I must have you. Gen 9, I'm like, yeah. these are all things I could play with. I could work, like, I will use, like, any of these. Mm. I wonder if our opinions will change when we get closer to And they launch. might. They might totally. Like, because I think my thing is, I would like to know what the final evolutions look like, and I don't want to... Yeah, I don't same. want them to strain. Yeah, they're not going to show us the final evolutions, though. They've been very good about not doing that ever since uh, Gen there will be leaks. There's going to be leaks. <laughs> oh, no, there will be. There will be leaks. I probably will try not to look at the leaks, because... Okay, it's complicated for me, because in Gen 6, I was like... Team Fennekin all the way until I saw the leaks. And then for the first five minutes, I hated Greninja. And I didn't even think they were real. But uh, I, when I realized, oh, these are probably real. And I like, I looked at them better and I figured out like the actual shape of Greninja that like, it wasn't that shape. It was just crouching down and the tongue scarf. And I changed my starter selection. And mm-hmm. for Gen like 8, I did not look at leaks or anything. And I just went with Sobble, even though I was very much on the fence between Sobble and Scorbunny. And I was very happy with my choice in the end. But I got lucky. I don't know what's going to happen. I think Gen 8, I think of all the starters, exactly the same. But I think part of the problem now is now with knowing their final evolutions, knowing how boring it is. Mm. In the year of our Lord, 2019, how do you think it's appropriate for us to uh, to just have monotype starters across the board? Come on, Game Freak. <laughs> like, uh, I guess it's been a while since we've had monotype starters across the board. Like, I think the last time that legitimately happened was Gen 2. Yes, it was. Um, I think so. Yeah. That's the only other time it's happened. I would argue that even Gen 2 is kind of boring in that regard. 
Like, look at Meganium. Meganium's not doing anything cool. Meganium should have gotten fairy type. I love the little guy, but he's very, very, very basic. Yeah. And so I just thought this was very basic. I don't know. Maybe it was like one of those things where, because I, I think Sword and Shield is a very safe game for them to make at the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's kind of the theme they were going for. We don't want to do anything too. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if that's just like an overarching theme. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they didn't want to rock the boat too much. They just wanted to make something basic and simple, and just don't. Like, they didn't want to. They didn't want to go like, let's make an electric fire type as our starter. Like, mm. I don't think they were just like, oh hey, let's go uber crazy and let's do something really interesting. I think they were just like, hey, can we make a Pokemon game? Like a baseline yeah. Pokemon game. And I, I would say Sword and Shield is that. It's just a baseline Pokemon game. Yeah. Uh, though I really would have liked it if Macrocosmos would have showed up like any time in the story before The Darkest yeah, Day. Yeah, the story was the worst part of it. But again, it's just a baseline. It's just a like. That's all I ask for. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's like the one improvement I would make and be like, yeah, this game's a little better. Cause like you look at Gen 6 and we can, uh, I, I think, I think the plot of Gen 6 and Gen 8 are very similar. And that you've got one guy who wants to, like, do something really crazy. I disagree. Okay, go ahead. Okay, you're right. In hindsight, it's the same story. But the way it's presented to you is completely mm. different. Yeah. So it looks completely different. Like, I, I still think Gen 6's story is pretty bad. At least having interaction with Team Flare before the climax mm-hmm. made it a little bit better than just, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, it's the darkest day, BT dubs. Yeah. Thornton Shield really went like, okay, you're at the very end? Well, guess what? I'm just gonna cause the apocalypse. Yeah, it's like zero to a hundred. He literally says, for everyone's benefit. He was just like, yeah, no, this is for, our, this is for your good. Just so you know. Yeah. You, I mean... You, even though the darkest day is a terrible event well, in history. Well, no, I, I understand, like, the story, if you, it, like, the problem is, like, there wasn't a lot of... It, so Pokemon games are really bad at subtext. Yes. So Sword and Shield, what the thing is, is Leon and, and Chairman Rose have an argument beforehand. Mm-hmm. about about starting the darkest day and leon says no i'm not going to do it that's insane then chairman rose does it anyway to while the battle's going on to force leon's hand it wasn't the fact that it's insane it's like literally wait a day the reason he did it when he did it was to force leon's hand because he was in public while he did it yeah, yeah. that was well, the reason was, like the whole thing is like let's finish the let's finish the tournament let's finish the gym leader thing first and then we'll talk about this and rose is just like no yeah exactly no, exactly. Because you couldn't, you couldn't wait like an extra day for the tournament to finish. It wasn't that he was trying because Leon didn't want to do it in general. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah, I, it was yeah. Just like because I remember the thought Stack said that about that. Yeah, Leon didn't want to do it at all. He's just like, this is insane. He was saying, let's talk tomorrow yeah. because, like, right now I don't have time to make you reason on this. But again, this is why Pokemon's bad at subtext. What I would love to see in Gen Nine to like wrap this back in though is yeah. to not have a plot that does that to us where we have to have this argument about the subtext. Mm. Either Pokemon game be good at subtext, which I think they really actually were in Gen 7. Yes. It's a little too handholdy, but that is very interesting in that regard. But I would love to see more stuff sprinkled throughout. I understand they like want to do the, like their big twist where they're like, oh, this person was evil all along. Yeah, there's no issue with the twist. Yeah, but we always see it coming like from... Before even we begin playing the game, right. so... No issue with the twist. It's the fact that, like, show us the actual enemy to a degree and, like, have us, like, actually encountering them instead of Team Yell, which is just a fan group, which is just, like, nothing, like, too bad. Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. Team Yell was there, but, like, a side thing, too, like, 
Sure, you want to know what? That's cool. A little, a little flavor in the world. But Macrocosmos was never there until the very end. And it's like, this is the actual evil organization. It's like, wait, why that? Like, where were you? Where were you this whole time? Team Yell is worse Team Skull. It is. They literally said, like, oh, Team Skull was loved. Let's make it again, but worse. Yeah. And Macrocosmos is worse the Ethereum Foundation. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was literally like a worse version because like, yeah. at the very least, yeah. they're both integrated at the time. Like you have Team yeah. Skull, which was doing, they were trying to hinder you because they're just, they're just Team delinquents. Skull. Yeah. They're delinquents. Yeah. They, they want to cause trouble and mischief. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yes. Team Yell was just like, we're a fan club. Um, yeah. Don't hurt our waifu. <laughs> Sure, I guess. And then Aether Foundation was, like, doing their whole other other thing, and they, like, what, Luthamine roped Guzma? I can't remember how that whole thing is, like, roped Guzma in, but then also Guzma was like, I didn't expect this. It's just, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know exactly the whole connection there, but the thing is, Which was an amazing plot, in my opinion. They showed you the Aether Foundation earlier on. Like, you knew they were something in the background. You knew they were doing stuff. Macrocosmos... Unless there's like a random person who says something, you don't find out about them until you're at the end game and they pop up. See, I just want a better story. So in D and D, I always find it's better when you run a game that you always you don't try to run complicated villains like they uh, because if you try to run like these very complicated villains, like the players usually get off track and they try to sympathize with them, and that's all good and fine for mm-hmm. like a Marvel movie. For D and D, it's it's really hard to like get the players to actually do what you want if you do that. The best advice I've seen mm-hmm. is literally just make them the most evil person you possibly can be, the enemy. Honestly, one of the stories that did something with a complicated villain in a, in a sense was, like, Gen 5. I don't like Gen 5. But even then, Gen 5, like, real hard reversed on that, because you have the giant speech from Getsis at the beginning, and then immediately you follow Mm-mm. up with two Team Plasma grunts, like, kicking a mona. Yeah. It was, it's more yeah. of the, like, it is reverse, but it's the fact of, like, hey, make this thing, com- make this group complicated, but then show... Hey, look, here's the mastermind behind said group. That, no, I think Gen 5 is the, is the more appropriate way to do what they want to do. That, like, if you're gonna do it, do it like that. That's what I'm yeah, trying to get at. Like, if, do it like they did in Gen 5, where, like, you've got one person who's organizing it all, but they're showing, like, two different faces, you know, be two-faced. I it. think that's a more interesting thing to do. Cause if you had Rose doing that, that would make Rose mm-hmm. a way better villain. If yeah. he was like, yes, we're trying to do all this for the benefit of Galar. And then at the end, it's like, well, I'm doing this cause I need to also bring the thing back. For the benefit of Galar, and you can kind of tell yeah. he's, like, a little deranged yeah. at that point, if that's the case. Like, there's a, there's a way better way to do it, and the fact, too, that they literally at one point go, here's an issue, go go keep going on your route. That's a whole nother bag of worms. Yeah. And another whole bag of worms is just, like, it's just the fact of, like, if you're gonna have an event happen, let the player take advantage, like, let the player be part of that. Though, honestly, you technically did kind of do that event in the post-game, but even then, it's like... I like this conversation, but we should move on to something else. Yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, types, I think, are interesting. I, I also think that a better story would also be interesting <laughs> in any Pokemon game, which we might get because this is uh, this is open world, as they claim. Yes. Yeah, I don't... I'm not going to put an mm. argument out for or against open world until I see more of it. So I wasn't on the show a couple of weeks ago when I wanted to actually address it. People, I think, I th- mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild specifically has broken people's concept of what open world means. Breath of the Wild is open world, but it is not the definition of open world uh, video games. So another good example of an open world video game is Grand Theft Auto V, which I am sure a lot of people have played at this mm-hmm. point because they can't stop re-releasing it. Yeah, exactly. And But Grand, Grand Theft Auto in general, like the, the, uh, the modern version of it, is a, is an open world game, but it does seal off areas based on like story completion. 
So that is something that mm. you are allowed to do in an open world game. That is that does follow the definition of an open world game, and Pokemon yeah. can fall into that subset. I'd be okay with that. In the sense. Technically, Breath of the Wild does it too. I think that's more what it's going to be like. So I think everybody being like, oh, no, it can't be open world. It's, it can't be Breath of the Wild. Well, yeah, it's not going to be Breath of the Wild. It's going to be an open world game. Breath of the Wild's just an open world game. It's just very open world. And it shouldn't be. I'm kind of hoping it's a happy mix between like a normal game yeah, and Yeah, that's what I think it will be. Kind of, that's really what I'm hoping mm. for, the happy mix between that. Give us give us a few actual routes, but then give us some, like, nice big areas to just have fun I, mean, I think they're going to try to make the routes more... I think it's going to be halfway yeah. between, where it, instead of just being, like, a big open area, the routes are going to be those open areas. Yeah. I think that might... And, like, along with that, my only other hope is that they kind of optimize things so it doesn't run... Hopefully, hopefully it runs well. My best comparison for what I think it's going to be is going to be take the DLC from Sword and Shield, and instead of just having Sword and Shield mechanics, you just take all of that design and you plop Legends Arceus mechanics in it. That's my thought. Like, I want to see Legends Arceus stuff just make it in there. I'm just, part of me is like, I want to see what they do with it, because we didn't really get much of, like, actual, like, gameplay. We didn't get any gameplay. But, uh, I want to see how they actually, like, incorporate that if they... If they plan on incorporating the whole catching stuff. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do the catching the same way or not, but we'll see. They already said that they won't. They said you had you have to battle Pokemon to catch them on the site. As long as it's more fluid into the battle, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing, yes. Instead of having like the full like animation intro screen to like switch views, if they you could just go into it like you could in Legends Arceus, which it yeah, looks like yeah. you might. That would be enough for me. It's a little bit more streamlined, a little bit more fluid. That would be nice to see. Very immersive. Yes. Yes, that would that would be very nice to see in that regard, though. And give us the fluid intro, because I think they probably can do it at this point, especially if they're showing the trainer Absolutely. The and stuff. I assume they're taking I assume that they're taking that like mechanic from RCS of like the flow. I believe so. It does it does look like it. Yeah, it does look like uh part of the engine is Legends Arceus because um well, yeah. the dropping frame rate from distant <laughs> objects. So it's fine. I want to see the bird flap its wings at two frames per second. It's fine. That was very um, yes, it is jarring in Arceus, but whatever. I guess there is one thing that I really, really want from this game, and I'm gonna say it now once, and then I'll try to stop saying it. So people- please stop saying it. I know exactly what you're saying. I know you know, but I have to say it at least once. Give me back the 60-minute timer I want to play on cart, please. That would be nice. Or at least give us, like, more op- Like, give us cops custom options. Yeah, they should let least. us- They should really let us yes. choose in our- in, in, They used to do that, actually. Not, come on. How how hard is it to go, here, choose your time out of, like, seven times? Or even, like, whatever, you know? Or set it however you want. Like, that Mm-mm. should be- the, Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, like- how hard is it to do that? Yeah, it cannot I'm, be that hard. I mean, it's a it's a conscious design choice at no, that point, can't. right? So we want to act. So they want there's a conscious design decision for them to like cut off a community part. A part I agree community. with you. Cool. I agree with you. Good job, Pokemon. Yeah, it's like that scene in Avengers. I recognize that the council has taken a decision, yep. but well, you know how the rest of the line goes. I'm not gonna Samuel L. Jackson it up in here. So I think on that note, though, this is probably a this is probably a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, uh, topic of, uh, stories of Pokemon. <laughs> We're gonna kick it on over to Puckle, or the Poke of the episode. So we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. 
and welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 889, Zamazenta, the warrior Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sword Pokedex entry states, its ability to deflect any attack led to it being known as the Fighting Master's Shield. It was feared and respected by all. Ooh, uh, Zamazenta is today's Pokemon because forget Zacian. This is the, <laughs> yeah, it's not better, but, uh, Zamazenta is obviously more defensive than Zacian. It does get, like, a decent speed stat as well, though. Um, yeah, it's base HP good. of, yeah, base HP 92. This is the crown form, by the way, because who's using not crown form? Uh, base attack of 130, base defense of 145, special attack of 80, who cares? Um, special defense of 145 and speed of 128. The reason it's not as good, though, is because his ability isn't as good as Zacian's. Mm-mm-mm. I do remember Which they, were, they were testing it in OU at one point. They were. They were. Wow. I think they were doing non-crown form, not crown form, I think, I think it was, OU. Yeah. But even then, it was like, nope, can't be in. I mean, it's a base 670. It, that would yeah. be like, yeah. it's like on the level of getting like Kieran Black in OU. Yeah. Like, that, that's the thought. Kieran Black was there for a while until it got It was there for a little bit. Dragon Dance Mm-mm. and uh, Icicle Spear, and it was like, nope, too much. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. It gets the Dauntless Shield ability, which gives you a plus one to defense on entry to battle, which is not nearly as good as plus one to attack on entry to battle. Yeah. But nope. uh, the team we have this week, though, uses Zamazenta in a very interesting way. Um, it is a VGC team as well, so you could use it for the next uh, international challenge that's coming up, so you can get your Galarian uh, Moltres shiny form. Um, if you want, miss the other two, we're giving them away on the Patreon right now, so be sure to check that out. But we do have a team for you guys today, and I, as I promised, it is not a Zacian team. I <laughs> promised this last week, and I made it come true. Well, actually, Ernie helped me out, so over on the server. So he uh, he gave me this team. Uh, I ran with it for a little bit. There are definitely some hiccups, um, in one being that there aren't a lot of special attackers. So we were talking about tweaking it a little bit. We just haven't made those tweaks yet. So our first Pokemon here is obviously Zamasenta crowned. It's holding the Rusted Shield. It's got the Dauntless Shield ability. 144 HP, 56 attack, 200 special defense, 108 speed. Adamant Nature, and it's got Behemoth Batch, Bash, not Batch, Bash, Wide Guard, mm. and Crunch. The fourth move on it is Howl, which is really interesting because nobody uses Howl in competitive EGC typically. But Howl will raise your attack by one stage, but also your partner's attack by one stage. Ooh. And so that kind of pairs well with the other uh, restricted mon on this team, which is Rayquaza uh, with a Focus Sash. Airlock is the ability it's got, which is actually really good for stopping things like Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon because it removes Ooh. their weather effects. This is just max speed, max attack, Rayquaza, 252 attack, 252 speed, Jolly, or Gun Go Fast. Uh, he's got Protect because it's VGC. Dragon Ascent because that's your best stab flying type move ever. Honestly, I think that's the best stab, best flying type move you can get. Uh, it, it yeah, it is. It's, it kind of, it's, it's flying yeah. close combat. Exactly. Uh, and then you've got Earthquake on it as well to do some coverage and probably hit things like uh, Zacian's. Uh, <laughs> and it's got Extreme Speed as well just for a little bit of priority. That's uh, it, it's great. I love it. I love it because you could howl with Zamazenta, give it some attack boosts, and then just go to town, click and drag an ascent and earthquake. Yeah, Zamazenta's a nice like utility. Yep. And so like the last one's just pure offense. Yes. Zamazenta's a bit more like yeah, I have offense, yeah. but I'm more utility in the long run. It has to be utility. Mm-mm-mm. It absolutely does. 
That's my only, only thing that I haven't... It's for, like, wide guard and or, again, Howl. Like, the Howl thing is really... It's kind of cute, and I like that it can do some fun stuff. Like, it makes Rayquaza... The Howl is very cute. The Howl is very cute. And I think it makes a really decent core for this team, particularly. So yeah. I, I definitely uh, I definitely really enjoy it in that sense. I, I do think it needs some adjustments, only because uh, we need a better Incineroar answer on this team. And Zama's, mm-hmm. because Zama's not to take super effective damage from Incineroar. And you get the minus yeah. one attack drop, so it kind of reduces howl. So there, there are some issues, but nothing that can't be worked around. Yeah, another little, like, just a little noticing, too, like, it's only a little bit, but uh, Earthquake, you only have, like, two mons that can actually, like, protect themselves from the Earthquake. Yeah, so, well, this, it's mostly for going big. Oh, I, I you, assume. It's just the fact that you still go the big. fact I see Earthquake for just coverage. Because you need those speed boosts, too, because Rayquaza doesn't naturally outspeed, like, Zacian. Exactly. And Rayquaza is not running Dragon Dance here, so yes. your speed control is our next Pokemon, Regieleki. It's holding a magnet, uh, the ability is obviously Transistor. It has a timid nature, because if you gotta go fast, you gotta go super fast. Uh, it has max speed, max special attack, and it's running a Volt Switch, Protect, because again, VGC, Electroweb for that speed control we were talking about, and Hyper Beam, in case you need to finish off something that is, like, resistant or immune to electric-type moves. Well, I don't think Regilecki gets anything other than that, honestly. Uh, it it no, gets three types of not coverage, on the special. like, something yeah. weird, dark, ancient power, normal, and then electric. Yeah. But, yeah. Stuff, but again, then you'd be running physical or something. And it's like, yeah, you have to yeah, run... That's like it, acrobatics, right? Like, it just yeah, gets acrobatics. acrobatics yeah. It only gets actual, like almost decent coverage on the physical side so yeah yeah it's also max speed it's also max speed literally i kid you not just outspeed other regilecki <laughs> that's fantastic i kid you not well that's why because because you can well no it's so you can uh electro web yeah, before you the your, others yeah, you, yeah, you, you want to get your electro web off before because a minus one regilecki you might be able to outspeed with something else mm-mm-mm and then there's another really cheeky form of speed control here that I really love. It's a Grimmsnarl. The ability is Prankster. The EV spread is 252 HP, 52 attack, 140 defense, 60 special defense, and 4 speed. It's a Gigantamax Grimmsnarl. And it's running an Adamant Nature. And, well, it has screens reflecting light screen because... You know, it's a Grimmsnar. It's got Spirit Break, because you need an attacking move. And then it has Trick, and it's holding an Iron Ball. Which is amazing, because its Prankster moves will still go first, because of the ability. Mm-hmm. But it can Priority Trick an Iron Ball onto something to make it go last. And in this generation, that applies to the very same turn. So... You can do some really, really interesting stuff with this Grimmsnar. We were talking about things earlier today, too, about, like, changes they've made to the game. Like, the little mm-hmm. ones. And I think the speed, like, the dynamic speed change, like, Ooh, in mid-turn, yeah. is a great one. Yeah, that, I yes. feel like something that should have been in the game before, but, like, they just... Well, that happened in Gen 7, actually, didn't it? Yeah. Techn- it did. No, not... Yeah, no. it did. No, no, not not the way it does now. It did it. No, no, it, it did it for Mega Evolution. It, the Mega Evolution change would happen the same turn you Mega Evolve. Oh. That was it. That was yeah. Yeah, that was the only That's thing. Like yeah, like Mega Evolution was definitely like they just like yep, use your old speed first. And that's why a lot of things had to run protect mm. and stuff too. Like, That's why you used to run protect on like B drill 
and Metagross in Gen 6, but in yeah. Gen 7, you didn't have to. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, alongside them, I'm just stuck here holding the box of staples. Uh, you've got yeah. a Ferrothorn. <laughs> Sorry, Shamu. <laughs> the box of staples. I, I love it. I stole, our, I stole all the interesting stuff from you. The Grimmsnarl, I think, is fairly standard, but yeah. Ferrothorn might not be staple in uh, VGC exactly, but still, it's still a generic staple mon. But a uh, Ferrothorn with a rocky helmet, iron barbs, of course, uh, with 100 HP, 16 attack, 200 defense, and 192 special defense with a sassy nature. Uh, and then zero speed IV just because you want to hit hard with your uh, gyro ball. And then seed, mm-hmm. you have, so you have gyro ball, seed bomb, protect, and leech seed. And then alongside Ooh. it, you have the, uh, the uh, infamous the man himself. <laughs> the, the I've never seen one of those itself. on a team before. I've never <laughs> seen a team with an incinerator on it before. This is never really before, original. never ever. But I don't know why they call Amazing. it a staple. Then couldn't tell you why. Uh, uh, yeah. Incinerator was an assault vest and intimidate, of course, uh, with 200 HP, 44 attack, 252 defense, 12 speed, with an impish nature, with uh, fake out, darkest lariat, snarl, flare blitz. You know. Never seen before. I'm surprised they're running Never. physical, not special. That's a lot. Odd. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But if any of these Pokemon and their shiny forms interest you, maybe other than Incineroar, uh, we're, mm-hmm. we'll be giving those away on Patreon. I'll probably swap something out. Last week, I literally, because it was like the fifth Zacian team we had done this year. I literally just dumped mm-hmm. all the mons and grabbed new things <laughs> um, because it was like the same five mons we've been giving away all year. So yeah, uh, so definitely watch out for that. We'll definitely be giving away some spice as well as we're still giving away the shiny Galarian Articuno and the shiny Galarian Zapdos if you've missed those. Mm. So you can grab those over at patreon.com slash puckle podcast. But I and if you want to grab the team, it's going to be on the discord server puckle So if you want to go ahead and go on over to those, we would appreciate it. But if not, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you could email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think about the topic that we spoke about the week prior. Last week, we asked you guys what you thought about leakers. And boy, do you guys have some opinions. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into these emails today. It's going to be exciting to do that. Uh, and see what you guys have to say. But more importantly, this segment of the show is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, a green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And as always, we'll give out the green Tauros badge to anybody who gives a uh, good conversation. So we've got a few emails from you guys today. Let's jump into it. Our first one is going to be from Sleeve himself. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all well and enjoying the cesspool of Scarlet and Violet leaks. <laughs> I'd like to start by saying that the only leaks I care about in Pokemon are the ones far-fetched likes. I don't really <laughs> care to think I know anything prior to the release of the game, but I love speculation. I'm more than happy for these accounts to post what-ifs and dream additions slash features to the games, but don't claim it's real and your friend's daddy who works at Nintendo told you about it. <laughs> it's upgraded okay, too. This guy on 4chan told me about it okay. <laughs> <laughs> If someone does find out legitimate information about the games and posts on Twitter, I'll try to avoid it anyway. I like going into these games fresh. I'll look at anything the Pokemon company posts to uh, to drum up a little excitement for it, but I don't go looking for any additional info. 
much like a captain in the Spanish Armada, I try to avoid leaks. It's actually really hard now. I didn't, I realized because our discussion last week, we talked about how the, uh, how leakers have essentially just become the new content because it's super easy to like pound it out. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard because you have people like a drive, one of the largest Pokemon creators out there, just like dumping these videos. Like I read these leaks on Twitter. Yeah. Let me read them. And so it's very hard to get away from things like that. Mm-mm. I definitely, I don't know. It's definitely very hard if you follow any Pokemon content creators. Essentially, it comes down to the point of, like, you just kind of have to put blinders on and not look at any of the content until it's over and or, like... Yeah. Because you you, if, you know, if you're really being super cautious, you can't take the risk of it being real. Yeah, and Mm-mm. what's worse is it doesn't even matter who you subscribe to on YouTube, because if you subscribe exactly. to Pokemon content on YouTube, it'll feed you somebody from the algorithm. And, of course, yeah. the video that's going to get clicked on is the one with, you know, the new Pokemon in the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. That's what always happens. Like to the me. thing that really got me because I wasn't really paying attention to any of like the videos that were coming out when PLA leaked earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was getting fed videos constantly on YouTube, like how to evolve Ursaring into Ursaluna and all this other stuff. Yeah. I was just getting constantly fed that by the algorithm. And I was just like, man, I don't really need to watch this. No. Because like one, the game's not out for another week, first of all. And two, for those leaks, I just looked at like the Pokemon and I looked at a few of the interesting things that I wanted to see, like if there were any new Pokemon, what the new evolutions they left out, stuff like that. And that's about it. But like everybody wanted to watch like gameplay and I had no desire to watch actual gameplay. Yeah, no, gameplay was not a thing I wanted to watch. I, when I go into a game, I just want to like, I like knowing what the new mods are so I can kind of go in yeah. and look for stuff to like, okay, this is a cool thing. I want to try to find one of these, you know, or like Mm-mm-mm. new mechanics. I don't want to know the story spoiler. I want to experience that myself and like, I don't want like the sun and moon release cycle, but I would love to see more new Pokemon in the lead up to get me excited. Mm, please no. <laughs> please no. <laughs> well, I don't want like, okay, so I want like a happy medium between Sword and Shield and, uh, and Gen 7. Yeah, because Gen 7 was like, you knew like the entire decks before the game even came out. Yeah. I agree with you. That's bad. But I think I thought Sword and Shield was too little. Yeah, there was barely anything that they revealed from Sword and Shield. I thought it was very little. I, I would have loved. Like a couple here and there. Like I'm, I'm talking like give me like one trailer a month with like one or two new Pokemon in it, so I get like sixteen Pokemon all the way. You know, that's what I want. Yeah, I don't need much more than, that. than like seventy five percent. You know, yeah. like there was not yeah, like yeah. Sword and Shield. They were literally like, here's like five Pokemon in the first trailer, and then the second trailer was like, here's and then 10. never it's again. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, Gen, yeah. No, well, Gen Seven's lead up there. We had like a trailer like every three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was insane. insane. It was like every three weeks we were getting a trailer. And I think that's too much. I mean, it was kind of fun on the, at the time, like for the ride. But then when you get to the game, you're like, oh, okay, never mind. You, you do everything because you got every trailer. Yeah. Every trailer yeah. was yeah. like the game. I really want something in between. Like, I just want something in between. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on, though. This is Sleeve's email, not the Thatch Hour. But as for the v- validity of re- or reliability of leakers, they're all as unreliable as each other. Most of them cast a wide net knowledge that they'll catch something. That's so true, though. Um, if you bid mm-hmm. on every house, you're guaranteed to win. Like, a lot of leakers are just psychics. I, I 100% agree. Uh, <laughs> and the others may have one source that can get them a couple of scraps of genuine information about one game, but that source will dry up before long. I agree with that as well. That's why I say... The last few release cycles, there's always like one guy who's just like, he had everything right the entire time. And then everybody like listens to him for the next cycle. And then, but they don't know anything about the next cycle. Yep. Oh my goodness. Did you see the latest tweet from Cool? Yes. It was the stupidest thing I've 
ever seen. I'm pretty sure Ku doesn't know anything about Scarlet and Violet. I mean, the the best thing about it is that he clearly said, like, two weeks ago, I will know nothing new until at least June, because my source doesn't get any info until June. And then now he's come out with this tweet, which is like, this is what I'm going to tell you about the game. And you will know what it means for a while. And it's literally like the kanji's less Chinese character for three, which is three parallel lines. Yes. Like, you could connect that to literally anything in the world. Well, that's what Ku's been doing, if you haven't noticed, but that's fine. And say you're right. But it's like, it's a at psychic. least the other time. Yeah, exactly. The other times he was like, okay, this is like thinly connected, but okay, yeah, like there might have been an outcome that didn't fit that. There's no way there's an outcome that doesn't fit this latest exactly. tweet. And it's exactly. so dumb. Exactly. But man, am I just looking forward to a new game in a new region with some new Pokemon and hopefully no new battle gimmicks. Man, Same. I wish you're right. <laughs> Keep on doing what you're doing with peace and love, Sleeve. No, the thing that really gets me is like in the anime, new anime opening, like Ash has like all of the bands on uh, in the Japanese opening. Yeah. 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 That's a little rough. I'm like, I know they're not going to bring that to the game, but I don't like that they're showing. Yeah. I see that and I'm like, man, I me. want that and I don't know why I can't have it. Exactly. I am also a little frustrated that he has a Mega Evolution bracelet and a Z-Ring because in the games it is it is yeah. discussed that the Z-Ring actually carries the same en- energy as a Keystone yeah. for Mega Mm-mm. Evolution. So just saying, inaccurate anime. It's fine. He's aiming for the horn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got C-Turn and Sprinklers on. It's all fine. Mm-mm-mm. Anime, I know you've been very accurate to the games up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Imagine, imagine if Rain got rid of ground immunity. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine the shakeup. Oh, man. That would be epic. All right. Next uh, next email is going to come to us from Ember, and I believe Whimsicott has this one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hello there, Puckle Crew. I'm Ember, your local Irish potato salad and longish time listener. And I kind of want to talk about the topic from this episode, so here it goes. Please do. I feel very mixed feelings about the leaker community. I feel as though on one hand, it's nice for people to see the new stuff early rather than waiting super long for the release. However, on the other hand, there are also people that would rather wait until the release of each game to find out for themselves. I personally am one of those people that prefer to wait, much like the person reading this email. Because while it's painful to wait until I play the game, it pains me so much that I still haven't got PLA... The experience of playing through the game and figuring everything out is an experience you can only get once per game. Very true. And it's a very enjoyable experience that I prefer over going in knowing every single Pokemon character major plot point. And I prefer to grasp that experience and hold on to it tightly until I've found out all there is to know. We are kindred souls, my friend. It's exactly the same for me. My job won't let me do this, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I did try to avoid most of the trailers for Gen 8. I mostly failed, but I still tried, even though I do the podcast. So, mm. as for the people that prefer to know as much as they can before they start playing, it can get quite complicated. People then have to know which leakers are the most reliable, none of them, along with how reliable they are. 
not not reliable whatsoever. It's super safe to just not believe anything anybody ever says. This is coming from a jaded old man. Yeah. I don't I don't believe leakers. I believe the de- I believe the uh data mines and like the, the raw dumps. Yes. That's what I thought yes. go- like yep. that's what I wait for. I don't look at these leakers and go, "Oh, you've got an idea. You're right." I go, "Once you've got a rom dump, I go, "Give me the files, give me the data, let me see what we got." Like that's when I start like mm-hmm. actually looking into stuff. Mm-hmm. Once we actually mm-hmm. have the stuff in front of me that's actually I legitimate. do like speculation, but this is definitely a different breed. I I would like more we don't have enough to speculate off of really though other than just a tra- single like gameplay leak not leak but like basic trailer yeah in my opinion the leakers actually ruin speculation because yes. they insert yeah. spurious data that then people go off on and and so it ruins everything and they think it's real and then you're just you're just yeah. like you're basing your speculation on something completely false and then you're screwing everyone else's speculation because they go, this leaker said this, so it has to be right. And so then, the, exactly. then you're trying to, it, it skews everyone else. It's just, and it's horrible. It's literally a leaker going, here's my speculation, but I'm giving it to you as if it's fact. And it's not. Yes, Seth. Armored evolution. It's, it's awful. <laughs> uh, anyway, the email goes on. And even then, there is never a perfect leak that gets every little detail right. Let it be cut content, or they were just outright wrong. For people that prefer to look at leaks, they must be able to trust leakers so much and know what looks the most real, which is almost none of them. So, yeah. I, I just follow for, honestly, entertainment at this point. <laughs> I don't even, like, I'm not entertained. Like, what you were saying last week is kind of like, if I had been there, I would have said, okay, going off on you saying, okay, leaks, like, make you expect things and then you're disappointed. Maybe Lenian was saying this, but leaks make true. you expect things, and then you're disappointed. And I agree with this. There, it's not just what Lenian was saying that you're disappointed because you didn't get what you were expecting, or you're disappointed because you didn't get what you wanted. It's like either way, there is a disconnect between something you had gotten attached to, even if you hated it, you were attached to hating it. It just makes your it just makes your expectations terrible, on in my opinion. Not even terrible. It's like even if okay, so suppose you see the leaks and you hate everything in the leaks, you essentially get the game, and so you should be pleasantly surprised that the leaks were wrong because you hated them. But there's a part of you that believed them, and so you feel the disappointment of having been wrong and it tarnishes your enjoyment of the game, which you would have enjoyed immensely because it's all the stuff that you like and none of the stuff that you don't like. You see what I mean? Kind of, but I don't think I would ever feel that way. But that's, <laughs> I'm also not a typical person, so. Okay. <laughs> I personally would not feel that way. I also literally just follow it because I like to see where the, it's, it's, it's the scientist to me, like I said last episode. Mm, I guess. Yes. Like you see some claim that somebody like starts talking about in the Discord server and then you dig for it. Mm. Yeah, I'm digging for like the source material, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And then I find the source material and I go, okay, let's listen to what this source material says so I can head off most of the arguments I'm about to have. Mm, okay, yeah, I see. I understand that approach because yeah. people will actually come to you with leaks or yes. you're going to be like, yes, that yeah. doesn't usually happen to me. So I'm kind of safe just ignoring everything just in case 
I'm not even going to say someone gets something right, even though it does happen. Um, it's more like someone gets something partially right, and then someone speculates on that. I think we're getting a little too into the weeds. <laughs> yes. I think we're getting a little too in the weeds. We should probably like, cut our losses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'll finish the email. So yeah. That's what I feel about leakers. For those of us that don't want to be spoiled, I feel as though there should be a way in social platforms to filter out spoilers. Yes. For example, adding a tag that people can filter out of their feed. So if you follow the right people, Tumblr is the right social media for this for you because Tumblr has no algorithm. Yes, that is so true. Like it's dying. It's dying because it has no algorithm. And so you if you stay in your feed, you can see only the people and topics you follow. So if you follow no topics and you only follow certain people and those people are reliable in their tagging, you can actually have a completely spoiler-free experience. But you have to follow the right people who do use the tags well. Mm -hmm. And so it's like... It's a potentially good place to be, but you have to find the exact right niche because, um, well, it's also accessible, so it's complicated. Anyway, um, this should be applied to all leaks until around one to two weeks after the game's release in order to give people time to buy the game. Uh, again, I think since you have to rely on other people for this, just don't go on the internet for two weeks. People are not reliable. <laughs> it's it's hard because this is, it's the same thing with like a lot of other even like media releases where people like it's kind it's of the YouTube it's, problem. It's kind of like a un like unspoken rule of like, hey, don't speak about this thing that just came out for like a little bit, but mm -mm -mm. barely. Not a lot of people really follow that. When it comes to rom dumps, that just isn't followed. It's not like Spider Man where everybody just like, yes, we will not speak Spider Man spoilers. It's more like... I wish. I know everything about this freaking movie and I haven't seen it yet. And I don't go looking for spoilers. Well, okay. There's like, there's like a two or three week, there's like a two or three week grace period. And then they just go off on I it. I knew it. I knew it like two hours before the, the, the movie came out in my country. I don't follow anything about this. And the spoilers were literally everywhere, untagged. It was a mess. Anyway. Um, Ember finishes with so that's it for me. Buckle crew, Ember, Irish potato salad, and like <laughs> there's little icons of the Irish flag and potato in the salad. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that one. Our next one and our last one today is going to be from Big Cat Bruce. All right. Hello, Puckle friends. I hope you're all having a wonderful weekend and enjoy a great start to the week. I really enjoyed your timely discussion on leaks and leakers because they are dominating the attention of the Pokemon community. They really are. They, yeah, they are. Mm -mm. Uh, first off, I don't really mind all the theorizing and fabricating because if nothing else, the Pokemon community is extremely creative. Uh, evidenced by some amazing ROM hacks and fake mons, fan fiction, aka fake leaks, is always enjoyable <laughs> to read. <laughs> Most of the time, I take everything with a huge grain of salt and assume it's, it is all fake, so I didn't get my hopes up. I will admit, though, I was a bit crushed to find out the starters were monotype when a fairy fire, or a fire fairy bunny had been talked about so many times. Mm. It would have been cool. <laughs> Cause, like, again, the, you do, like, there is a lot of speculation in the community. Like, that's the thing. Like, everyone yeah. speculates. It's just, I, I think the issue is that you've got, our speculation is being turned to people trying to leak 
It's people chasing clout and taking yeah. their speculation and then turning it into clout. Yeah. That's, that's the issue right now is just people mm-hmm. are doing that instead of just, uh, what's, what's the words? Like safely theor- safely speculating, I guess, instead of putting out lies. Exactly. Like they're not being genuine about it, which could be nice. They could say, hey, I know nothing, but I think this, this, and this makes sense. Yeah. And this, this, and this would be cool. And then there could be like a clean, honest, and open discussion about it. But, you know, you would get like maybe 12 likes instead of 600. And so people don't do that. It's sad. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I think that's more what it is than anything else. To continue on, though, I, I hope that TPCI won't have as slow as a news release cycle for Gen 9 as they did for Gen 8. I firmly believe that contributed a lot to the rise of leakers because fans just want information. The fact that the game released and we didn't get an official reveal of the starter evolution until nearly a month later was a bit frustrating. That's actually a good point. I think that might be part of it. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. That's yeah. what I was saying earlier. Mm. Because, well, Gen not like Gen 7, I don't recall a lot of leaks. The only one that happened was the was the final starter evolutions because those were like some of the things that they did not show us in the lead yeah. up to it. Yeah, but there was almost nothing to leak because yes, TPCI just showed us everything. Yeah, like that. I wonder if that was their strategy. I wonder if that was their strategy. That might have been honestly. No, TPCI messed up in a lot of ways though for that game anyway. Yeah, we don't know what they're thinking half the time anyways. Well, they gave us the demo and they didn't scrub it. Yeah, that didn't help. Yeah. We got everything data mined from the demo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ultimately, the leakers, both fake and real, likely won't stop. The best we can do is remember to keep our hopes in check and don't ridicule the new game because they don't live up to the false expectations set by internet trolls looking for social media clout. Mwah! Perfect sentence. Yes. Last, with the end of March coming, here's a bit of fun. What do you think will be a fun April Fool joke that TPCI could play on us? Some thought that I had. Uh, T's new box art's coming soon, then it's just a scarlet-colored Bidoof and a violet-colored Bidoof. <laughs> no, announced pre-orders are available for a single game, the double pack, or a brand new complete edition where you start the game with the Pokedex already complete and all badges <laughs> earned. <laughs> all Pokemon plushies will now be produced on a one-to-one scale of the Pokemon in-game. <gasps> yes. <laughs> okay, so they already have this. They actually already have this in a lot of places, actually. I mean, the Marie plush is one that we like the $500 one. But even if you buy like um, they do have starter plushes that are like, quote unquote, life size. Oh, yeah. The trainer size. Yeah. Yeah. The trainer size plushes are all the one to one scales. Yeah. They do make it for things. Yeah. They do actually make that. Yeah. That is something that exists. I would love to think that they would do like an April Fool stuff, but they really don't. They don't do but, it. And I think it's best that they don't. I really yeah, think it's I think best the one that they we don't. got was, was, I think the Badoo stuff was an April Fool's joke, I think. But that was about it. Mm. I don't remember. Okay, I could be wrong too. It could be just Badoof Day. They, that, I don't remember when exactly they did the whole. They did Badoof Day in like, that was in like July. They did Badoof Day. Was that July? Oh, yeah, it was. It was like in July, yeah. And they recrawled us with it, which yeah. was amazing. I love that. Uh, thank you so much for your time and commitment and consistently excellent content. Big cat. Thank you. Big cat, Bruce. All right. Did we get the green tourist badge to anybody? Ooh. I, I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't, I, they're both good. I like two of them. I liked all of them. <laughs> yeah, me too. What? The sleeve already has, I think sleeve already has, that's why I wasn't, I could be wrong. The sleeve already have it? Oh. If sleeve doesn't have it, you just want to give it to everybody? We'll give it to everybody. Everybody gets it. Everybody yeah, wins. Sleeve already has it. Yeah. Everybody wins. Uh. Woo. Cool. I'll do that right now because they both are on the Discord. Perfect. All right. And if you want to email us next week at PucklePodcast at gmail.com, let us know what you would like to see in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I'm kind of interested to see if you guys have a wish list. 
So yeah. please send that along. Frostbite. I forgot to say that earlier. We should frostbite should be in there. Give us frostbite. Mm. I think with the nuances of the game, it doesn't work out exactly the way everybody wants it to. Maybe not, but I just don't give us drowsy. All right, but if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, you can come to our Discord server at PuckleDiscord.com. You can also keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also go ahead and follow us um, at Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, where I stream on Tuesdays. You can also come and check us out at uh, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast to watch some YouTube videos. We can, of course, always uh, go... You can always support the show by checking us out at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where we give out Pokemon. Uh, you can help us decide topics for the show. It's a really cool place to be. Uh, so on that note, I think that's everything. I, I've gotten that spiel down really quick now. Yeah. We can. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I hated how long it used to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I usually space out at this. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh, we're recording. Exactly. Good job. So welcome. Uh, so welcome to that. Uh, but also... We are going to head on out for the day because I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Shamu. And I have been the Fluffiest Whimsicott. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Yeah.